Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marvel's back with a brand new series on Disney Plus that just wrapped up. We're talking about the animated anthology series What If on a brand new Geekscape. And since Marvel's back, that means Ian Kerner and I are back. So strap yourselves in. We're going to have ourselves a little Geekscape special. Hello, Geekscapists. Welcome back to our own little corner of the multiverse here at Geekscape. We're going to be talking all about that multiverse as far as it, you know, as far as it uh, relates to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because we're talking about the animated series What If that just wrapped up this week. I know what you're thinking. This just popped up on your podcast feed or in your Facebook. That's back. Twitter, Instagram, or no, we're not on Instagram, (laughs) your Twitch or YouTube. And you're thinking, whoa, 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 didn't I just get a live Geekscape? Earlier this week, where Ian talked about Venom, there will be carnage, or let there be carnage, or whatever they chose to name that movie. Yes, you did just get a Venom 2 Geekscape special, but then what if ended? And these series and movies are coming at such a flurry that if Ian and I do not review these things and get them out for you, the Geekscapists, you'll never get a normal Geekscape again, where maybe we talk about other things like video games and uh, comics and other TV shows and other movies. Uh, we like to cover a lot of things here on Geekscape, but man, with all these superhero things coming out, Ian and I have a job to do. So we're here to do that job right now in talking about Marvel's Disney Plus series, What If. This is the first animated series from Marvel Studios. Um, and uh, yeah, we got some thoughts on it. So here's Ian, and let's just get to work. Ian, buddy. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Have you recovered from Venom Let There Be Cardinals yet? It's been about a week. Listen, I wasn't traumatized by it like you were. You know, we, we discussed <laughs> it on that special. But, you know, it was uh, it, it was a nice little escapade. You know, um, it was uh-huh. funny. It was fun. Look, Listen, man, expectations we sat through the were spirit, very low. We right? sat through, we've sat through some stuff together, and that was not yeah. the worst movie we've sat through. That so. is definitely true, dude. We've had some fun. True. Yeah. And it's always good to, to see, go see a movie with your friends. Yeah. Um, Eat some popcorn. So, 
eat some popcorn. Well, this is a little different. We've been watching these shows and talking about them here on Geekscape. These are the streaming shows on Disney Plus. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've had a couple live action ones. We had WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, and then Loki. This is the fourth one that Marvel's offered, but the first one that's animated and arguably the first one that's an anthology series with separate episodes uh, that up well, until a few days ago, that, right? we didn't know. Yeah, I mean, we're watching this being like, hey, are they connected? Are they not connected? Uh, because, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe some of the Geekscapists who are new to the What If series that aren't familiar with them from the comics because they're new fans of Marvel from the MCU or they're just checking it out because they trust Geekscape and they're like, hey, every Geekscape's a good Geekscape. So even though I didn't watch What If, I'm going to check this out. There will be spoilers, but um, why don't you talk about like what the original comic was? Because I so, loved the original comics. So there have been several volumes of the original What If comic. Um, first volume goes back to the 70s. And they were originally, you know, just one-offs, you know? And they'd usually be, like, questions everyone would want to know, like, you know. And most of them would just be kind of burn-offs. Every now and then you'd get, like, a really, you know, big one. Like, what if Elektra had lived, I think was issue 35 of the original run, and Frank Miller actually did it, It did it, you know? That's cool, to have the creator who did the, like, seminal issue where Elektra's killed by Bullseye and then undo it. Right, right. Or they did like a what if Phoenix had lived, you know, back in those days. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, one of my favorites was what if the Hulk had, you know, Bruce Banner's mind. And then, you know, but and here's the thing is in the original ones and, and actually in a lot, a lot of them usually would be like a dark ending. I think the idea was that, you know, as fans, you're wondering if, what if this happened, that happened. And I think that, and I can't say this definitively, but I think that editorial probably said, well, the world turns out really bad if things didn't happen exactly the way they really happened. Right. I think what was the direction, you know, the like, stories you're getting so, are the stories you should, that the right. way they should be told. So like in the, the, in the Hulk one, which they ended up doing continuity later, but they never had at that point. And then it turns out that through a twist of fate, um, Ben Grimm's thing ends up becoming the mindless monster rampaging and you have Alicia masters brokenhearted, you know, and it, mm. it's a mess. So um, for instance, so, you know, so, and the thing was, the way they did it, and they did the first couple of the, this show this way, is just very much the watcher introducing it, and then the name of the issue was right there in that first paragraph. You know, like maybe a little setup, and then what if this happened? You know, and and I thought that um, you know, diving right in, you know, to the, the season, I thought. And Ian, that, can you lean forward a little bit just for sure. for framing? Sure. On the live video. Sorry about that podcast listeners. No, I just, he ends handsome. I don't want him receding into the sh- the background. So, um, the, uh, you know, I, I thought that I liked that the series initially did that, but then they, I, th- I thought they played around with that a lot, you know, particularly in like episode three where you didn't actually know what the question was until the end of it. Cause the question would have ruined it. Right. Yeah. It was Which at the was- end of the episode on that one. Yeah, yeah, because they went, you know, it was the what if, you know, the world had lost its mightiest heroes. And in essence, that episode was really what if um, Hope Van Dyne had joined S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yeah, and that that took a while. Yeah, if, if Hope Van Dyne had joined S.H.I.E.L.D., she'd have gotten she killed. She'd have died. She'd have been killed. Hank would have gone crazy and killed everybody. And in in, in knowing that Hank was the string puller on killing the Hulk, killing Iron Man, killing multiple Avengers. Um, Black Widow, that would, Black Widow. That's important. Yep. 
Uh, that definitely killing Black Widow. That definitely would have spoiled things at the beginning of the episode. Right. No, no, no event revealed that it was crazy. Loki Hank. winning. Loki takes over the world. Right. 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 Um, so we got the series and we've talked about the series briefly on the regular Geekscape shows that aren't specials. And usually the sentiment was like, Hey, it's good. I enjoy it. I don't know that these are connected. And for the most part, as I'm watching these, I wasn't thinking too much about the connectivity. I'd kind of given up on the connectivity. I've enjoyed some of them. The T'Challa star Lord episode, I thought was incredible. Let me interject here because I think there's two things you wonder, both connectivity of the episodes and also whether or not there will be any ramifications in the greater MCU, you know, the the live action MCU. Is this, it's animated and, you know, they seem, you know, like an anthology. So does this matter? If you, Mm -hmm. you know, is this going to come back, you know, any of these plot points going to, you know, rear their heads in in the other, in the movies, especially considering, you know, we, we now have, I mean, after Loki, you know, it's pretty clear. We know that, you know, we're getting, you know, both Doctor Strange and No Way Home are going to deal with the multiverse. Um, yes. Presumably Ant-Man 3, Quantumania does too. It at least deals with time travel with Kang, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think that what, what Loki made very clear is we are heading towards multiversal war, right? Because, you know, they, they, he who remains said that's what happened before. That's inevitable that, you know, the different Kangs or whatever they call themselves in different universes are it's gonna lead to war again. So I, I think we can feel pretty confident that that's where the MCU is going to ultimately go. At least I don't, phase four, maybe phase five, right. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's done in phase four. I mean, from what we know, Fantastic Four never probably be the end of phase four. Well, no, sure. I mean, here's the thing is I I, I, I I get your point, but you know, I think that they're going to borrow a bit from um the incursion stuff that Hickman did in Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. which culminates in, you know, a new version of Secret Wars and Battle World. Which is um, one of the best Fantastic Four stories. I, I think that's one of the best Fantastic Four stories there is. And I love how he used the Avengers and Avengers Forever and all that stuff to trick us into like enjoying one of the best. Like he's like, oh, just kidding. This is you thought it was an Avengers story. And it's actually a massive Fantastic Four story, and I just thought, loved that and Doom and everything. You know? It was beautiful. Yeah. I think that yeah. I think that Doom read sequence at the end of that last issue is one of the most yeah. beautiful yeah. exchanges that, that those two characters have had, and they're iconic Marvel characters. Yeah, that, that was great. So it, it might be fitting that that maybe we're still speculating. Maybe that's how they're going to introduce Fantastic Four. You know, I've said numerous places, numerous times that. For me, just starting out Fantastic Four, you know, making them young or making them, you know, just regular people, you know, that have been around, but not, you know, the, the benchmark heroes is problematic. You know, it you, just do you believe like- that? We, I'm sorry. Do you believe that they need to get their powers on screen? Do they have to start the Fantastic Four movie as humans and gain those powers? On screen, because I think introducing them as a multiverse, they're already superheroes when they come into our traditional MCU. I agree with part of that, because I think that I want them to do it multiverse so that they're already around, which doesn't mean we don't see it because they're perfectly capable of going back in time in these movies. Right. Yeah. The movie's just not. Yeah, they, the movie's yeah. just not for a point told in A to B. You get the right. origin in a flashback. Well, sure. Well, either that or, you know 
arguably it could be like Captain America, you know, or Captain Marvel, where this movie takes place, you know, in the past. Sure. You know? So so we'll see. But my, my point is that, you know, um, I don't want to be that where are we in the MCU? I think it's supposed to be 2023 thereabout right now. You know, because yeah. we're, we're still operating in, in a pretty soon after Endgame you know, phase. I think that they're saying that Hawkeye is going to be six months already past, but um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was pretty quickly thereafter. You know, WandaVision was qu- pretty quickly thereafter. But I think still before you know, um, Far From Home is from what I've seen, some of the timeline stuff I've seen. It's all, you know, can it's can we ask Marvel for a chart? I know that you know they have a chart in the offices. We need that chart published. Yeah, it's like the, it's turning into the Zelda timeline very, very quickly. Like where we're just like we don't know what goes in front of what. Yeah, it, which, it, which branching storyline this? It's led slightly to. unclear in a couple of places, but um, but you know it, it hasn't actually mattered necessarily. They're all pretty close after. But anyway, the point is that we're in like that 2023, right? Sure. You know, realm. So, um, yeah. So, I'm just saying that um, my hope is that the Fantastic Four have been established for quite a while by then. You know, one thing the MCU's done really well. And speaking of Ant Man, where you know, when you when you go back and look at Iron Man and the end, Fury saying, "Did you think you were the only one?" One of the things I love about that is the implication is, yeah, there've been people around for a while. And, you know, yeah, we get Captain America, but then he's on ice for a while. And, you know, with, with Hulk, you know, I mean, Thor's, you know, and the Asgardians are probably showing up here and there. But you don't you also, necessarily have that yeah. sense. With Ant-Man, you get that sense. No, all kinds of things are going on. People just don't know about it. Yeah, Hank and Janet were S.H.I.E.L.D. operatives. Yeah, but, like, they were Ant-Man and the And it was And it was long before. And Peggy Carter and that, and, and that stuff was all going on through the 50s, 60s, 70s. Sure. We know about that stuff. And maybe all kinds of other stuff. So, you know, so listen, they could do Fantastic Four and say they were around without it being multiverse. It's just that the FF have always been public. You know, mm-hmm. they're not a covert team. So, yeah, they so have we'll parades say, on but, Main Street. But, but anyway, and, you know, sorry for the tangent. I mean, I, I think if there's ever a special where tangents would be appropriate, I, I think it's probably this one. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah there's, it's all about tangents on the multiverse. Right. right. But, um, but, you know, so the thing is, going back to the way the comics were, that they were sort of these one-offs with these dark endings, you know, um, recently they did a really cool um, What If miniseries with, with Spider-Man, which was basically what if, you know, he didn't get rid of the Venom symbiote. And, and it's dark. And It's really dark. I, yeah. I actually love that one. Um, I confuse it a little bit with the one that temporarily brings him through the decades. Life story. Life story, yeah. So Geekscape is if you want to go find that story, there I think life story is really great. Just life imagine Peter Peter gets bit yeah, by a spider really in the sixties. Yeah. And and they have one for the Fantastic Four, they have one for Spider Man. If you're going to the comic store, I think the Spider Man one's already collected. The Fantastic Four ones got one more issue coming out. But it just takes them temporarily through the decade. So they age every t- you know, they age naturally because they Peter. start exactly where they did in the comics. And Peter's 15 in, the, in 61, 62. Well, it, you, know, you, you know, interestingly, Marvel Comics originally, they, they published, the stories took place in publishing time, meaning that, you know, even though it was a month in between issues, for the most part, they had time go by. I mean, maybe the story picked up right where it was last issue, but one way or another, they acknowledged the passage of time. 
And that's why like, if you look at the early Fantastic Four, you see, you know, Reed and Sue, they get married, they have kids, the kids actually grow. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. And then they was, had to, yeah. And then they have to de-age the kids multiple well, times. I well, think well, Franklin and Valeria have been de-aged. And with Peter, he was only well, in high school well, well, for well, what, 23 up, episodes in the first Spider-Man run? Um, he's in high school. He graduates in, I believe it was issue 28 and then starts college okay. in 31. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So it's pretty aggressive uh, in the old Marvel continuity. But these, these characters are going to last decades. And calling that out, like that's, you know, he's in high school for a couple of years mm-hmm. in, in the comics. Like he's what, you know, I think a sophomore or junior when he gets bitten, he's only supposed to be like 15, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so he graduates and, you know, um, yeah, so there, there's not that many stories um, at that time. And time goes by uh, pretty, I mean, I don't know if I call it linearly exactly, but, you know, it's not frozen. And I, I right. think that it's actually Jim Shooter that, you know, in the late 70s or early 80s said, hey, we got to slow this down. And you know, so by, by got... the way, also, also the X-Men too, you see the X-Men fully age. Like yes. they're straight up kids. They in the were teenagers book. and kids. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that's in 1963. And I think Bobby's but, like 12, like Iceman's like 12 at the beginning no, when he joins Iceman, the Human Torch and Peter Parker were all supposed to be the same age. Right. So they're all younger. Um, and then you have Cyclops and Jean Grey were only like, they were like two years older. And then and, and, and Angel, excuse me, is about the same age as them. And then Beast is a bit older than them. And not even withstanding his intelligence, Beast is fully like, he's like in college, even though he's at the Xavier Institute. But he'd be like a freshman. Yeah. But, you know, when you think about like that, the Beast, um, post those 66 original X-Men issues, um, you, you know, there's X-Men 67 through 93 are reprints. Yes. And it's published bi-monthly. Um, but you get a Beast appearance in Amazing Adventures with Amazing Adventures number 11 through what, 17 or 18. Um, where there is own adventures. That's when he becomes the hairy beast. And he's mm-hmm. fully, he has his doctorate and, you know, he's, you know, he, he's fully like working out in the world at that point. <laughs> so Ian, let's take it back to the, what we actually got this animated series. We have a Facebook user. I don't know why your name's not showing up on the Facebook uh, chat on the chat here live, but he says, I always thought animation and live action were kept separate here in the MCU. And we're learning very quickly. I think from that, well, you know, I think we're learning very quickly. That is not well, true. Boy, here, here, the answer to that is that any animation shows that happened before were not straight up MCU. They were not Marvel studios. Which you know, ones were those though? There's, there's still, there's tons of them. They're always going on. I mean, you have. I mean, obviously, Spider- we had a the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man, yeah, Modok is an example. But even look at all the the Spider-Man series that I don't think is officially ended. Oh, you're talking about the kids stuff over on the various well, Disney channels, or are you going back stuff? to the Fox sure. ones? Sure. Yes. Yes. I know yes. you watch them, but they're intended for kids stuff. Right. You're just a, you're just a big kid too, though, Ian. That's what we sure love about you. The point is that yes, all those other animated shows were not part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, yes, it's, you know, call it a multiverse, call it what you will, but they, they were not part of the MCU. So, um, you know, this is, you know, right. this is very much Kevin Feige is involved in this. Um, They're not going to be separate here. 
Yeah. But, so, you know, but so, you're watching these and you're thinking, are they separate from each other? Well, are they going to so, matter to the bigger well, MCU? And that, that's the other question. Are they separate from each other, but still where we know we have MCU happening in the movies, they could have been separate from each other. And yet still Captain Carter could have popped up when the Scarlet Witch is, you know, looking through the multiverse, you know, in Doctor Strange. Right. Maybe she pops up. And by the way, maybe she does. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumors that there's definitely going to be that kind of thing where Scarlet Witch is literally, we see her you know, going through, um, you know, trying to figure out ways of um, you know, going, looking at the dark hole and trying to figure out ways to bring, you know, her kids back. Right. Sure. And I think that that's going to lead to her looking at the MCU, um, excuse me, the multiverse. And I would assume the idea there is she's looking through the multiverse to maybe pull them through. Yes. You know, but then the question see, becomes, yes. what else can be pulled through? You know, there have been rumors out there. Are we getting Hydra Cap that way? You know, which right. would be, you know, death jump ahead. But I'm willing to bet there will be a what if where we get Hydra Cap introduced. Mm-hmm. Maybe so talk about this series. Uh, and I mean, if I can just be like dumb, simple podcast person. Um, what were some of your favorites? My favorite was that T'Challa episode. Uh, in, in Second one, yeah. The second one. And then things started kind of like feeling like a, a moderately fun, but nothing spectacular until we got episode eight, which I immediately oh. texted you and said, dude, like yeah, all everything we thought, I mean, really what it was episode seven where with Party Thor, Party Thor. I was just like, I don't know about this is too silly. There's no way this is connected. And then you get the last 10 seconds of party Thor, like and you see the Ultron show up and my head blew up. And I I was so happy that suddenly something had shown up in a kind of what I felt was a throwaway episode. I love the animation here. I love the talent involved here. I love the original voice actors coming back in many of the roles. I love the production of this series. It's Did fun. You? The stories weren't working for me. And then you see those last 10 seconds of Party Thor episode seven. I'm calling it Party Thor, even though it's what if Thor was an only child. Yeah, everyone calls and it Party you, Thor. That's apparently. Yeah, it's Party it. Thor. And you see Ultron show up. And I was like, you had my interest. Now you have my attention. What is it? What's the quote from Django? You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Like, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. And then, of course, the title for the next one is What If Ultron Had Won? Right. And I'm and I'm somebody who up to that point did not feel like we had gotten a very good Ultron, a comic I, faithful Ultron. Sorry, Joss and Avengers too, but No, uh, listen, I I read an interview with um the showrunners and they said that, you know, Thanos got like this whole string of movies and all that, and Ultron's this really great character who only got the one movie and they felt, you know, let's give him his due. And it's really scary to think that you know, the, that whole race to, you know, who's going to get into that Vision's body, and that's all it took. And can I just say, I mean, Thanos walks in, and he just takes him out like a bitch, just cuts oh. him in half immediately. It was Thanos awesome. Shows up. Thanos shows up. You got Ultron. And to me, Ultron is the Avengers villain. I think Kang is a, is a second. Yeah. I'd never th- considered Thanos more than, I mean, I think of Thanos as an expansive Marvel Universe villain. Well, yeah. Sometimes I think he, about he's not really like a class. Thanos was no. not really a, a no. classic Avengers villain. He showed up mid eighties, yeah. did he not? Well, no, 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 no. Well, he Th- was been around, but but yeah. that, but yes, the secret, the uh, the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet Infinity. stuff was mid eighties. Oh yeah. Um, but dude, we finally got Ultron. I mean, we got way, Ultron. Thanos we got ruthless Ultron. Thanos' first appearance is in an issue of Iron Man, 
but he's really not an Iron Man villain. You know, I mean, really, you know, you had original Captain Marvel um, mm-hmm. was, you know, who really fought him the most back in the day. You know, um, I mean, listen, it was it was what Starlin was doing, you know, so, and he was off doing his own things. Ian, were your sentiments similar to mine in that you were like, eh, this is cool. I don't know if this is that connected anymore. And then the last 10 yeah. seconds of episode yeah, seven, yeah. you were like um, sat up and were like, Ooh. I, I really I really enjoyed the first episode, the Captain Carter episode. I really enjoyed the second one, the Star Lord one. I thought the third one was brilliant, as I said before, about how they, you know, twisted the expectations of how the how it was going to go and what exactly was the question. What was yeah, the they, what if? They um, I thought that was really brilliant. And then, you know, you, the fourth, the fifth, you know, the, you know, Doctor Strange Supreme is what they call that, you know, not necessarily evil Doctor Strange, um, you know, who basically destroys his whole universe. And you get the zombies, you know, you're kind of like, all right, this is just dark and feels like just one-offs. And I enjoyed and, the tragedy of the Doctor Strange episode yeah. because because that felt like the, for the first time we had a classic what if story of everything's fatality. Like, but right. you know, I love it. No matter what he off. did, it's just going bad. There's just no I way around that. it. It's bad, 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 bad. That was at, at up to that point. That was my second favorite what if episode. Zombies. We've had a lot of zombies, so that was fun, but it was also fun, felt. Like, okay, is this is this going to come back and matter? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And even even Party Thor is a fun episode. And I actually set, saw that, watched that one a second time. And I actually liked it more the second time. <laughs> because I think the first time I was like, all right, where are we going with this? And then I just sat back and really enjoyed it the second time. You know, I watched it with my stepson. But um, it's tough when Marvel conditions you to say, okay, like, how is this connect? And you're kind of like hunting the entire time you're watching Marvel content to be like, what's the connection here? What's the connection here? What's the connection? And I know I, I, that for myself, it didn't allow me to enjoy things well, on the first watch. I, I Like, I've always seen everything once, but it, watching them, I had to put that part of my expectations away. Well, by the I mean, way, it, like, it fully put them away by the time Party Thor showed up. I was like, none of this is connected. This is too silly. I, and then those last 10 seconds, Johnny sits well, well, up. Well, well, and, and there's stuff in, in that episode that, like, um, my wife, you know, who's not invested enough to watch all, but she's seen, you know, a, a couple of them. And she happened to walk in the room when you see it's Party Thor and Frost Giant Loki hang out. And she's like, and she went, oh, that's really clever. They're not brothers, so they're friends because there's no rivalry there. You know, it's mm-hmm. not the whole thing about Loki. trying. So they're totally buds, you know. I, that, that's a really clever idea there. And what and is that relationship? Loki now looks like a frost giant. Yes, which and you know it's it's an interesting thing that they never come out and say, but I've seen it speculated elsewhere that there's a you know shape changing aspect there, you know, or or maybe it's you know Odin's magic, whatever. But that you know it, there's a choice that he could be a frost giant. Yes. You know, he is a frost giant. You know, and it's just you know as a baby, what you become, what you end up being, his environment. So. Yeah. So. so you watch those last 10 seconds of Party Thor and then amazing. You get in that Ultron eight. episode. Yeah. And, and, and I texted and, you immediately upon the end of that Ultron episode, trying to avoid spoilers. Did. And I just kind of wrote all caps episode eight of what if like, holy. Crap. Well, first of all, it's the Black Widow you really want. I enjoyed Black Widow. You know, we, we reviewed that special. Um, there have been a lot of things that um, a lot of ways they've used Black Widow, I thought have been pretty good. Um, look, going back to Iron Man 2, which you know I have very mixed feelings about, um, but, you know, 
when, when you get towards the end there and she's first doing some of the, you know, the martial arts stuff and jumping around and doing the flips around, I'm like, all right, great. looks like Black Widow. But I don't... It's tricky. The beginning of Civil War, um, I think we get a really good Black Widow sequence with the chase and the running and the motorcycle and all that. You know? Um, but nothing like we got in this episode. Yeah. But that's the it freedom was, of animation, too. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. And so episode eight really was the one. That's my highlight for the season. I loved episode eight so much. It ultimately, it delivered the Ultron that I'd been wanting since the MCU started. It is the it is the Ultron that is ruthless, that is a singular, like is a, a hive mind that well, by the way, it, just that feels like Age of everything. Ultron. That's that felt thing. like Age of Ultron. Well, the, you know, the MCU, one of the things they do is they pull titles that are known storylines from the mm. comics, and then they do their complete own thing with them. And sometimes they really don't look anything like it. Like Age of Ultron, it's just Ultron, but that's the only thing. It has nothing to do. Like Age of Ultron in the comics is literally a dystopian future where Ultron's taken over. Yes. So, I mean, that episode really gets Age of Ultron way more different, but still way more than the movie with this, what the title did. No show tunes. That was nice. No show tunes. No dancing in and dancing, tap dancing Ultron. Mm-hmm. We got ruthless. I do not like life Ultron. <laughs> I don't like any living creature Ultron, and he's going to take out the universe. And what I also loved was we'd seen it before. We saw it with the with the Sorcerer Supreme episode, but the Watcher starts being like the, the characters start being cognizant that there's a Watcher there. Yeah. And Ultron just straight up sees him and is like, who are you? <laughs> like, and the Watcher's like, uh-oh, I'm not supposed to be witnessed. Uh, I'm supposed to be completely omniscient, not effective in this. Like, I should not be affecting things. And Ultron comes at him ruthlessly immediately. And here's the thing, you know, obviously the- there's a big question about what's going to be next. But, you know, when you talk about, you know, Here's one of my issues with the show is, at least in the comics, you know, it's this race and they're so old and they have this vow. We don't have a sense at all in this show that there's any other Watchers. Okay? Yes, but yeah, every and, every kind of area has its own Watcher. Well. every Or does every reality have its own Watcher? Like, explain the Watchers to me. Ian. It, it you know, in, in the comics, it, it's, it's areas, right? Because, you know, but it, it's... Listen, that's, that's what just I it. It, it. It becomes such a strange thing, right? Because they're cosmic beings, but they're looking at the whole multiverse. But, you know, what is the multiverse? You know, is the multiverse just every single time you think to make a different decision? You know, I mean, that's one of the weird things about Kang. Like, I think we can't get our brains around it. You know, when I think about Kang and the idea that, you know, that they supposedly have broken everything down to this one reality, but then once things have changed and they haven't anymore, you know, Every other reality becomes possible because it's throughout time. Because t- the, the, the idea of time there isn't linear. So even though there's a moment where that's happened and they've killed him, they're no longer culling timelines. They're no longer Killing culling King. different reality. Yes. yes. Well, it wasn't Kang, he who remains, but whatever. You know, sure. Amortis, whatever you want to show that, yeah. say that is that yeah. version of Kang. Uh, yes. But, but, you know, so the thing is, is so once again, it's like it's infinite, but you know, how did you actually ever get that under control, right? How did you cull all those timelines? You know, it, it's, you can't get your brain around it because it, it, it's beyond us, right? Um, 
Sawatu. So kind of the same thing. We, we can't really get our brain around what he is, but we know that there's supposed to be a race of them. Now, here's the thing. You know, we have seen them before, so seemingly there are a race of them because we saw that in, in Guardians, right? With Stan Lee talking to them. Oh, you're right. Stan Lee was talking to the, Guardian, so, to the uh, so, Watchers in so there. It seems to me like I'm like, all right, when you t- UA2's back's against the wall there, why are you not calling for help? I don't know. I'm, it's just a question I have, you know? Like, should they, don't we We believe there are more, right? Based on that. They also can be involved. Well, yeah, but here's the so thing. Would you call well, on you help say, for people who are, who are let, sworn to not be but, but let, let, Let's be clear. It's not that he decided to break his vow. He's the one that caused this. If he hadn't been standing right there for Ultron <laughs> to see him, then Ultron doesn't now start jumping around, <laughs> destroying other if universes. He, if he doesn't talk to himself out loud, right? <laughs> no, Ultron he, doesn't hear him. No, no listen, listen, he's just sitting it, there mumble mouth and talking to himself like nobody's ever going to hear this. Let's do this in Star Trek terms. You, know, you have the Prime Directive, and you know, as we see in Insurrection, which isn't very good, but they literally they have you know an outpost where they're cloaked and you can't see them, you know, but you know, but because they're studying. But, you know, and, and I've always felt like, you know, your prime directive here is a little funky because you're there, mm-hmm. you know, like you're, you're breathing the air, whatever else, you know, you have no fact. business being there, you know, <laughs> your prime directive is to leave him alone and leave him alone. Don't be there. Right. Don't no, run no, the risk. Observing. <laughs> yeah. Don't run the risk. Don't be standing around watching, you know, right there. And, oh, oops. So the bottom line is fine. He couldn't have foreseen that, you know. With the powers of the infinity, a he probably should have been able to foresee that, mm-hmm. you know. And B, well, guess what? That happened. It's his fault. So everything that comes after is his fault. Yeah, Ultron would have just taken over that one reality, and now Ultron's trying to take over every reality that we right. have. Right, and he's and, he's and wiping them out, wiping them out. That's his and fault. He's so, only you got know, one person to help, and that's the the trapped supreme sorcerer supreme in his own little reality bubble that he's created out of his own little prison yeah it's his own little prison reality um and and i I thought that episode eight is is still like that's one of my favorite marvel anythings at this point i could not believe that a series that i had totally been like eh, about to that point just whipped me around episode nine is the fun wrap-up episode. you got to have the episode nine. But I, but I love the way they brought it all together. Now, here's to the thing. And, and I, I, I wonder if this is how you felt. Were, were you disappointed that they wrapped it up? I don't believe they wrapped it up. They, they left th- two or, at least two or three storylines they, they left, they left, right they there. They left threads. They left things that they're going to come back to. But they wrapped up an arc of, you know, I mean, they, they wrapped up Ultron. Basically, sure. obviously, you can go back to it any time, but there's kind yes. of no point in that, right? There'll be plenty of Ultron later. When um, when Disney mar- stockholders get a hold of it, there's going to be plenty of Ultron maybe, later but, on. But my my point um, is that they basically, you know, you go into this Guardians of the Multiverse, and you know, is this going to be an ongoing thing? And obviously, they can bring it back, but I felt like the way they handled it, they wrapped it up for now. Are they going to revisit that? Maybe not. You know, now one thing I don't, did you know this? Was it in the article you sent me or I, I read a different article that there was a, they were going to do a T'Challa Star Lord spinoff. Yes. Ongoing? They talked about, um, approaching Chadwick Boseman about doing a T'Challa Star Lord spinoff. And that was how it was going to be its own animated series. That'd have been a lot of fun. And they, a lot, you know, Chadwick didn't tell 
people that he was sick and he recorded the material for these episodes um within a you know like a like i think he came back for re recordings like a month before he died so yeah my understanding was episode nine was like the last thing and yeah that was and so there's no at least not in the you know at least not in the chadwick boseman iteration of the character are we going to get those um there's also there was also obviously the episode that went uh unproduced because right they had they had the episode with Tony in the Hulkbuster suit. You see it briefly in episode nine. Tony's in a Hulkbuster suit with Gamora, and you got to name the the troll for me because I can't get it. Um, uh, Ulick, who is it? Who's making it's the? Not uh, it's um, it's not Ulick. Ulick's the troll. That's like, it, talk to me. I'm there and Nadevalier. Um, oh, so now I'm blanking. Just okay. So the Watcher jumps in yeah. in episode nine yeah. and snatches Gamora up, and I love how he just like dismisses Tony. Tony's like, "You don't want me to come save the world?" He's like, "No, I don't right. need you. I need Gamora." Um, that's a glance at an episode that ended up unproduced because of the pandemic. And in right. the conversation I sent to you, the director and the writers were like, "Hey, we had an episode where with the Gamora and Tony's relationship right there. That's kind of a fun friendship." Uh, and somehow Tony ends up in Nebuchadnezzar or whatever you want to call that place uh, in the Hulkbuster armor with Gamora. And I just remember when Gamora got added to the team in episode nine, I was like, wait, wait, did I skip an episode? It was an episode that ended up being written, but not produced for season one because of the pandemic. Uh, They had to cut the episode, but I tree, right? I tree the troll. I tree the troll, but yeah, Peter, Peter Dinklage from Peter Dinklage plays. Yeah, true. So yeah. you're so supposedly in the conversation I I sent you Ian, the director and writer have said that this is going to be in season two. So that was yes. the first I'd heard of season two. Is that they're going to take the Gamora Tony friendship episode? Oh, there's at least three two. seasons. What I've heard, at least. Who are your sources? Tell me now. I'm not telling you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> can't do it. Okay. Um, can't do it, Sally. So. Yes, they wrapped up a bunch of stuff, but obviously we still have Arnim Zola and Killmonger trapped in a tug of war in one of the realities, and that can be unlocked at any time. And they've got it some could, stones uh, to gamble. With. It could be. I, I think. I don't think they go back there because you just have the same thing again. So what's the sure. point? You know. Sure. Um, but I think that the tag is they've they've said yeah they're coming back to that. They flat out the the showrunners have said that. Their feeling is, you know, you end an episode and it's a cliffhanger and maybe that you don't have to go back to that. But, you know, you put a tag just saying this is coming. Okay. So in the tag, we have Peggy Carter, who's now Captain Britain for the most part. And she... They're calling Captain Carter, yeah. Captain Carter. And she discovers the... Because the, you can't call Captain Britain because Captain Britain is a character. It's different. <laughs> I know. So. But see, this, she and, and uh, Natasha discover this, like, closed off part of some shield base and you've right. got a steve rogers in a in a the original iron man a suit from that we saw iron from episode stomper. one the iron stomper and you see him in there you don't see someone, him in there but you yeah but they, they imply steve someone's in there. in there so yeah so they didn't they, they, the they, they're being coy they keep they won't come out and say it's steve but i mean it kind of has to be right what if and, it opens up and it's howard the duck i mean okay you know <laughs> what if good for seth green Good for Seth Green. And we also saw that Howard the Duck got married in the Party Thor episode. That's right. So that was cool for Howard the Duck. Um, so talk to me in season two. What would you expect from more multiverse? Also, you know, so if. coming back to my thing is 
And I does this branch the into the live action MCU? That's another question. So, I have so as I said, before, some of these characters I, appear, like Captain Carter, in the MCU. I think action. we're going to see something in at least Doctor Strange, if not No Way Home. I think that you know that aggressively I, soon. I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think like probably a Captain Carter or something. I'm not saying it's going to be a big part of the movie. You know, I just think that we're going to see it as like a, as as an at least an Easter egg kind of nod thing. So in Spider-Man: you know? Way Home or um, Multiverse of Madness, you might get a Captain Carter appearance, right? But but that's the thing is, I would I would my expectation is we're going to get a Hydra Cap episode, um, and I think because listen, there've been a lot of rumors about well, how do you bring Chris Evans back in a way that would interest him? You know, mm-hmm. and you know, I I think you know. How interesting is a Captain America movie where Sam has to fight evil Captain Evil Steve? No, oh, yeah, that'd be a fanboy dream. That'd be amazing. I mean, but... let, 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 let's recognize something. In the MCU, it's really unclear what happened to Steve. As we as we've watched yes. the movies. We know that Steve went back in time and got old and all that. And became. But the, uh, what does the public so think happened? Right. right. But what does the public? I mean, no joke. He looked just like Joe Biden. Right? <laughs> he came back Seriously. as Joe Biden. He looks He's just like, like Joe Biden. <laughs> but um, what does the public think? You know, it, it, part of me was questioning what the heroes thought when you had like Sam and Bucky talking about like like he was dead in in right. Falcon Winter Soldier. I, I had to text you and be like, wait. Why are they talking about like Steve like he's gone? He's just Joe Biden. Like he's still there. Right. <laughs> you know. I mean, but... and by the way, why doesn't he like come forward and say, "Hey, yeah, you know, first of all, I'm running for president." <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> and, but, but but second of all, uh, this really shouldn't be a com- conversation. Sam's Captain America. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do these six episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like, you don't where is Dark he? Avengers. So, Ian, do we st- you said we maybe we could see Captain Carter show up in one of the multiverse fun films. I think um, so. I mean, like, we're definitely going to get more in, in, in this show, but I think that I think that one they'll plumb. Um, obviously, they had plans with Star Lord T'Challa, which you know, with unfortunately for so many reasons, uh, Chadwick's death, um, they probably don't get to delve into that one quite as much. Um, you know, the setup of the ego thing with Star Lord, I thought was another great little hanging Ego's on. Ego's going that, rampant that, on Earth? Yeah, but I, I think, you know, they feel that it's clear they're going to beat him. You know, they've implied that in Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like the idea of bringing this stuff together. I like the idea of a Guardians of the Multiverse, you know, which is basically was Exiles. Yes, it was the Exiles. You know, the Exiles comic. Um but those are so, all mutants. Were the exiles not all? They mutants? weren't all mutants, but okay. it, it did come out of a, a time when you know the publishing line. You know, it was mostly mutants. It started with Blink and yes. Morph and some of those characters. But you know, you got your version of Hercules in there. You know, you got different things. You know, I mean, they actually did this whole like you know a world where Hercules and Wolverine were both homosexual and they were a couple. You That's know, awesome. and, and and they've now. They've sort of borrowed from that, and current Hercules is now in a relationship with Marvel Boy hmm. okay. in Guardians. Yeah, Marvel Boy is one of those characters where I'm like, well, he's had very iterations, but like the Grant Morrison Marvel Boy, like how would you yeah. even inter- like he's so OP, like how would you even integrate that into the Marvel universe? You know, it's like it goes back to when people are like, what about the well, Sentry? And I'm like, well, Sentry's pretty well, OP. How do you uh, like? 
bring well, him well, in. Well, He'd by have the to be way, the um, Silver Surfer. So, so, so Marvel Boy is a multiverse character. Like yes. he's a he's a member of the Kree from a different universe who regularly travels the multiverse. So how do you bring him in? You exactly that. You bring him in through the multiverse. But when, if you want to do I'm it. Saying with these Look, characters, like the Sentry, and like once you have them in there. They're like a Captain Marvel. They can change. They can flip the board just by having them present. Yes. So, and, so they're hard and, to write and, around. And, and here's the thing: is you know they are. If you're paying attention from you know, knowing the properties, mm-hmm. they've been subtly setting up the Young Avengers all over the place, right? Yes. And Marvel Boy ultimately does come into in, into that book. Perhaps, but obviously um, you're going to end up with your Hawkeye, and yeah, Hawkeye. You know. You're getting stature. Yes. You know they've already they already have going on. Um, I think, be, you know, I think I've said this before. Uh, Ant-Man's daughter, by the way. Excuse yeah, I, I think that I've said this before, but, you know, as I think that we're getting a an amalgamation of, um, you know, we're going to get Thunderbolts. Sure. But Thunderbolts are basically going to be Dark Avengers. We and talked I about think that on the Black Widow and yeah, on the Falcon Winter yeah. Soldier episode. And, and, and I think that what we're going to see is um, a sort of Champions Young Avengers mashup. Okay. Okay. You know? Any chance that, you know, we talked on the last episode, Geekscapist in the feed, you go back and you get that Venom 2 special. You're going to love that movie. Um, is Sony in Marvel, do they have any, speaking of the champions, are they going to ever bring Miles Morales into the big screen? Like, obviously, that'd be well, gangbusters I, on a blockbuster level. Like, that's a huge, hugely popular character. Look, you know, his, his uncle's in Homecoming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've already set it up. Yes. They they didn't have Don Glover be his uncle, you know. Yeah, it's an Easter egg, but you know it, it's there. You know, sure. I li- I really liked the Peter Miles relationship with Peter's a mentor because and he's decidedly older. Um, that cartoon that we referenced before, they went a different way because they wanted to have Peter as a as a teenager, but they also wanted to have the other Spider characters. So they literally have um, Aranya. Spider Gwen mm-hmm. and Miles, all the same age as Peter, and but Peter was Spider Man first by like sure. months, but he's still the main one, you know. <laughs> um, so they all have them as cam- contemporary. Um, you know, I'd like to see Miles. I'd like, it, but you know, I'd like him to be younger than Peter. You know, well, Ian, you are missing yeah. out on the best, one of the best Miles Morales stories of all time, and I'm going to say it, it's the best Tinker story of all time with that Miles Morales video game that is out. Um, Dude, I know Justin and I have been imploring you for years to get on that Spider-Man PS4 game. But uh, when I upgraded the PS5, the PS4 is coming to you, Ian, and you can play your Spider-Man. Oh, Actually, I have a PS4. Oh, then go get your Spider-Man this weekend. And I know that we're working adults, but but let's see. I know that you have a stepson and all that, but let's... Fuck Ian, like knowing that you love these characters so Hard. much, I'm not, yeah. I'm not you know experienced what happened? The PS4 Spider Man, Miles Jonathan, Morales. I, I turn that game on, I disappear for a week, and no, you there, disappear for a year. All right, well, there was a time. There was a time where I, you know, when I was single, I could do that. But married stepson, like you know, it I gotta tell work. you, man. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be quote unquote single. Obviously, I live with Heidi, but uh, I, I carve out some time, and every now and then there'll be an evening where. I'm stomped and sitting passively and watching an episode of TV just is I'm going to be asleep within 10 minutes and she can sense it. And she turns to me and goes, you're going to play your game. And I'm like, 
yeah, I think I'm good for about 30 minutes on a game, and I've just been like carving through things good, like good, Last good, of Us, good for you for having having that discipline Ian, of saying it's 30 minutes. That's what it is. And we got to do that. I, I think that I think uh, I think you could do 30 minutes of an hour at a time and, and clip some through some of those games. And uh, those are the two that I want at the top of your list, Ian. And all right, we'll do an Ian Kerner. Where do these fit in the Spider Verse? Looking back at these games specials, because I kind of want you to play those games before the next well, Spider-Man PS5 game comes well, out. Well, where anyway, Miles so and Peter team up. So, so coming back to to what if? I mean, yeah, yeah it's frustrating it because I'd love to see Spider-related stuff in these episodes, and and we don't get them at this point. No, you know? we got we had um, Peter in the zombie episode. Yes, but we don't we get like the rest. We don't get the rest. Sure. Sure, you we know? absolutely had Peter in the zombie episode, and he's still out there going to Wakanda yes. to, to use yeah. the Mind Stone to cure the zombies. Yeah, I'm saying they, they, they can share they share Peter, but not the rest of that. You know, I like know. you know, and, and you know, and listen, obviously they're not allowed to introduce something that they're already planning to do. And what I've read, they're going to move this stuff further along, even getting into more Phase Four stuff yeah. as they go I, on. You know? I so, imagine that. In season two, we're going to get that Gamora Iron Man episode. We might get yes, your hinted at Hydra Cap episode. Maybe we'll get Shang-Chi stuff as well. Because I'm guessing yeah. that, that that guy is ripe for a what if episode. Yeah, right I there. Think so. I think All so. right, Ian. We started out a little lukewarm on the what ifs. And then we lost our minds in those last two episodes. Yeah, and loved it. It's, fun. Uh, it's, worth, it's definitely worth watching. It's and, fun. And, and, and recognize that. It's not an anthology the, series. No, and, and the, the first series. eight don't, but the last one nine does have a tag. So, you know, yeah. if anyone missed that tag, go back and watch it. I mean, we, we spoiled the hell out of it, but, you and know. If you're hearing this, we spoiled the hell out of it. But if you've been, like, kind of picking and choosing which of these to, you have to watch and don't have to watch, you got to watch all of them. Yeah. And, uh, and Ian and I are excited to come back with some Eternals talk pretty soon. And yep. we got some Hawkeye talk as well. So, Brother Ian, thank you for joining me on this one. Geeks sure. gave us... Thank you for subscribing to Geekscape and telling your friends about the fact that we are free on all these platforms from the podcatcher platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all everything on the audio side. You can also watch us on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and now Twitter by following Geekscape. We got multiple accounts. Search for Geekscape or just search for Jonathan London. You'll find me somewhere. There's a children's book author named Jonathan London. He is not I. But... Uh, if you have any questions, just email me, Jonathan at geekscape.net. If you want to be involved in the network in any way, as Matt Kelly pointed out early on, he said, Hey, the plus of you and Ian coming back, like, and doing all these episodes and trying to funnel all this stuff to us is we also have 18 other podcasts or 17, 18 other podcasts on the network that cover geeky needs. So look for Geekscape in all these forms. We got music podcasts, wrestling podcasts, filmmaking podcasts, humor podcasts. Video game podcast. There's tons of podcasts on the Geekscape Network. I'm super proud of Matt and everything that's been going on here at the network. Um, so go out there and explore the multiverse of Geekscape. Have fun lives. And we'll see you on the next episode, which will be next week. So Geekscape forever. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Geekscape.